Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Happy St. Patrick's Day and welcome back to the Voices in My Head podcast. Now, it may not be St. Patrick's Day whenever you're listening to this, and that's fine, but I am releasing this podcast on St. Patrick's Day in conjunction with the release of my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations, which also comes out on March 17th. I wanted to give the listeners of this podcast a preview of the songs on the album. So what I'm going to be doing over the next little while, however long it takes on the podcast today, is sharing with you briefly stories about the songs that are on my new album, and then sharing clips of the songs with you so you can preview them if you haven't had a chance to hear them yet. Thank you so much, all of you who have pre-ordered the album, and those of you that have already been sharing with me how much you've been enjoying the songs. I am truly grateful to you. And I wanted to let you know as we start the show today, there's a new way for you to reach me, and you can send me feedback, not only about the new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations, but also feedback for this podcast. You can send messages for me to read on the show. You can even send audio uh, clips if you'd like to record something and send it to me for me to play on the podcast. You can simply email it to rick at rickleejames.com. That's rick at rickleejames.com. Real simple. So please send me your feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Without any further hesitation, let's get into today's podcast. I'm going to begin today by playing the song Christ is Lord, Christ Before Me. That's the song you hear every week as Voices in My Head opens here on this very podcast, except this time you're going to get to hear the words along with it. It's a very special song to me, especially because it's written uh, as sort of a tribute to St. Patrick based on his breastplate prayer. Now, there's a couple different versions of St. Patrick's breastplate prayer. Some of them start out with, I arise today, and other versions start out with, I bind unto myself today. It's that I bind unto myself today version that I chose to write this song from. And I did have a co-writer, Eddie Kirkland, who came in and helped me and really helped me flesh out the chorus on this song, and I'm very grateful to him for doing that. One interesting fact about this I Bind Into Myself Today version that you can read on the internet, um, this version of Patrick's Prayer has become uh, so meaningful to so many different people around the world, but there are a specific group of Celtic monks that have chosen to memorize the prayer and say it every morning upon awakening. So while this is sort of originally written from St. Patrick's Breastplate Prayer, which was sort of druidic in form uh, based on the druids of Patrick's time um, and it was sort of a song for the journey uh, this version that starts with I bind unto myself today is actually more of a song about rising and sort of binding to yourself the armor of God so uh, there again there's a couple different versions out there you can find if you want to look up the origins of St. Patrick's breastplate prayer but I'm very pleased to bring it to you today here's a preview of the first song on my new album Hymns Prayers and invitations based off of that prayer of St. Patrick. Christ is Lord, Christ before me. I bind unto myself today the Father, Spirit, Son. I call upon the Holy 
And that was Christ is Lord, Christ Before Me, the first single on my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. The second song on my album is written by Charles Gabriel. It is a great hymn of the church, one of my very favorites, especially at this time of the year when we're about to celebrate Easter and all that that means, when we're ending up the season of Lent and heading to the cross and those final moments with Jesus. It's wonderful to celebrate Easter, but Easter really doesn't have the full punch and the meaning behind what the resurrection means if we don't experience Holy Week with Jesus too. And this is a great song for Holy Week, actually, when we are reminded that Jesus was praying in the garden, not my will but thine, and the suffering that he went through And then with the chorus of how marvelous, how wonderful, and my song will ever be, how marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Now, Charles Gabriel is credited with between 7,000 and 8,000 songs that he wrote. 35 gospel song collections, Sunday school songbooks, collections for men and women's choirs, and numerous cantatas, including 41 Christmas cantatas and music education texts. And he often wrote under a pseudonym, so it's really hard to tell how many songs he actually wrote, but I'm very grateful that he did. This is one of my very favorite songs on the new album. I tell my wife each week as I'm listening through the the CD and I'm trying to get ready for radio interviews and trying to get ready for uh, different things where I'm going to be talking about the song. I try to listen through some of the music. And this right now is just my favorite one on the album, My Savior's Love by Charles Gabriel. I hope you like my arrangement of it. Here's a little preview. Charles Gabriel, the second track on my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. Now this next song is one that you may have heard before if you're a longtime listener of Voices in My Head or even of my music. It first appeared in quite a different form on my live album, 
called Basement Psalms Live. Uh, that was a DVD, which you can still find if you go online to Amazon and buy it, or you can watch it on Amazon Instant Video. And it was a great amount of fun to make that album. It was just me with my acoustic guitar and my loop machine. And every song I did on that album, it was live, but they were also songs written from the book of Psalms. Psalm 130 is very special to me, and it was a very appropriate thing, I think, for this album. It's very hymn-like in the way that we created it and sang along, but it's also very much like a pop song in a lot of ways. Uh, We had a, a, a really wonderful time in the studio, not only putting the music to it, but it's always a reminder to me as a prayer song about the way that we should approach the throne of God, that we should come in desperation, that we should be willing to wait and stay as long as it takes. More than the watchman waits for the morning, so does my soul wait here for you, Lord. I don't want to move, I don't want to speak, not till I know I've heard from your word. And I'll wait all night with eyes wide open, not going to sleep till I am whole till I am wholly yours. And that sort of is uh, the theme I hope that we can build our lives around, that we would do anything it takes, that we would stay as long as it takes and listen as long as it takes. So I hope you enjoy this new arrangement of Psalm 130, More Than the Watchman, which is track number three on my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. Here's a preview of that. from my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. The next song I'm going to preview for you here is called Advent Hymn, Watching, Waiting, Longing. Now, even though it's called Advent Hymn, it's not just a song that you have to do only at Advent. Advent is all about waiting 
and expecting and longing for the Lord's return, for the Lord's coming. We're always in a perpetual state of Advent. And this song talks about the coming of Christ into the world and his first coming as a child. It tells the story, takes him all the way through his cross, his death, resurrection, and when he will be coming again. So it's an Advent that is for many occasions. And we've had a wonderful time singing this over the years at my congregation. It's so great to be able to have it in a full band version and to be able to offer congregational music for it through LifewayWorship.com. I really hope you're going to enjoy this preview. Now, I will say that I am the electric guitar player on this song, and I had a great time getting back to my country roots and being able to do a little bit of uh, chicken-picking type music on this. So I hope you enjoy some of the riffs that I had to play on here. Here's Advent Hymn, little preview for you. For the joy that lay before him chose our agony. Jesus bore the wrath of Calvary, washing sinners clean. God our Father, Christ our song that we have today is Oh God Our Help in Ages Past. This is the fifth track on my new album and it's one of my favorites. It turned out really well I think. It's an old Isaac Watts hymn that I added a new chorus to and one thing you should know about Isaac Watts is he grew up in a time when hymns were not popular. Although he was a prolific writer of hymns, writing several hymn books, the Calvinistic tradition that he grew up in, the only thing they would sing up until a certain point was from the book of Psalms. That was the only music of the church. So he created quite a few waves whenever he started writing this new form of Christian music called a hymn. Hymns were considered to be too worldly. They were considered to be not biblical enough. They were considered to be uh, too modern with the music, too poppy, so to speak. It's ironic because it seems like some things never change. Anytime people come along with innovative new ways to tell the gospel story, it seems like there are always critics to say, it's not the old way we used to do it. But I, for one, am grateful for the influence of Isaac Watts. And in that tradition, I did my best in this arrangement to come up with something that was true to the original song, but to make it a bit modern as well, and also make it Trinitarian with the chorus being about the Father, Spirit, and the Son. And so I'm very grateful to be able to share with you now a preview of Oh God, Our Help in Ages Past from Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. Under the
that was my version of Oh God Our Help in Ages Past by Isaac Watts, the great hymn writer. The next song on my album is by a different great hymn writer named Charles Wesley. I'm from the Church of the Nazarene, and any of us who are in the Church of the Nazarene or grew up in that particular denomination, you probably know this song pretty well. And Can It Be is one of our favorites for very good reason. Charles Wesley wrote it very soon after his conversion. Some say the week of his conversion he wrote this. It's a song that I think is very popular for many different reasons, but especially for verse 3, which always seems to stand out to almost everyone that I talk to. In verse 3, Wesley looks back on his life. He sees himself as a prisoner in a dark dungeon, metaphorically, because of the sin that he has been chained to. When he sings, Long my imprisoned spirit lay, fast bound in sin in nature's night, thine eye diffused a quickening ray. I woke, the dungeon flamed with light, my chains fell off, my heart was free, I rose, went forth, and followed thee. I really tried to capture that on this verse and have the music match it tonally, where we go from sort of a minor key into something that's major and big, and really sing it out. And we've had a lot of fun singing this song at my in my congregation over the years. I hope you enjoy this preview of And Can It Be, track number six on my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. Long my imprisoned spirit lay Fast bound in sin and nature's night Thine I diffuse a was And Can It Be off my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. Well, our next song is a song that I wrote from the Book of Common Prayer. I was trying to find something that signified what it meant to start the new day and maybe a hymn that we could come to uh, in the morning and maybe after a long night and maybe not even just a, a literal night, but possibly a long dark night of the soul, something that we had been going through and and maybe needing uh, a fresh light 
for Christ to dawn upon us in the morning. And as I read through the Book of Common Prayer, I started finding numerous prayers that had to do with waking up in the morning. And I tried to take some of the emphasis that I found in some of those prayers about coming to the Lord early in the morning and what it means to rise and what it means that Christ would be the light that is shining on us, that is rising upon us in the morning like the sun that rises upon us in the daytime. And so these words came together and it really became extremely hymn-like, probably the most hymn-like song I've ever written. And I feel like it's a good one to start our day with in the morning. It has been for me. And maybe it's something that you could adopt along the way. There's nothing super flashy about this song. It doesn't build to like, you know, a huge build like a hill song type thing. It's just a song that's full of truth and hopefully something that you can derive great hope from and begin your day, especially as you come out of the dark night. So here is Morning Hymn from my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. The long night has passed, the dawn has arrived. So open your mouths to sing Come open your hearts Come open your eyes In unity before the King For Christ is the light that's shining on us Chasing the darkness away His open arms are drawing us near He's calling His people to pray Our Father in Heaven It is the delight of angels and saints above To worship before Your glorious throne Announcing your beauty and love Lord, grant us a glimpse of all they behold Unveil our limited eyes That we might perfect your praises on earth With all of our hearts open wide One of the ancient confessions of the early Christian church is this, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. That's what this next song is based upon. It's actually titled, Christ Has Died, Christ Is Risen. I really wanted to write an Easter song, a song about resurrection, new life, and what that means in Christ. Even though we may have made all the wrong choices in the world and traveled down all the wrong paths, there is a truth that is deeper than our experiences, than our mistakes and our sinfulness. And the truth is that Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again, that there is hope in spite of what so often seems hopeless in this life and in this world. And it comes from uh, Colossians 3, where I wrote a good bit of this song from, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, things where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to dare... Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. 
You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and put on a new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of the Creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Here is a preview of my song inspired from that scripture passage, Christ has died, Christ is risen. Put to death your sinful nature. is also a song that was written by Charles Wesley, like And Can It Be. This is a hymn that has been instrumental in drawing quite a few people to Christ over the years. There are stories of people hearing this hymn sung during their church service, and on hearing the words of the hymn, they were driven to ask for salvation. The great preacher Charles Spurgeon mentioned the song in this hymn story. There was an actress that was walking along through the town where she lived that heard voices in a poor shack. She looked through the door, and she saw very few poor people gathered and singing this hymn. The words caught her attention, and she was invited inside, and left afterwards. The words of the hymn, however, did not leave her, and she hunted down a hymn book so that she could have them. She began reading her Bible and attending church, and bowed in deep humility to God, choosing to renounce the stage and acting. This decision was made after a long consideration, and was done privately, not telling anyone of her decision. The theater manager visited her one morning and used every means to get back to get her back on stage to star in his play, including ridicule and the prospect of financial ruin to the whole company. He finally tried promising never to ask her to act again if she would just return one more time. She agreed, and on entering the first scene, her character is supposed to open with a song. The orchestra played, but she stood as if lost. The music restarted, but she did not sing. The band started again, and pausing where she was supposed to begin singing, she sang out instead this hymn, Depth of Mercy. Needless to say, the play was over, and she was greatly ridiculed. But some did consider their ways from her stand, and the change that had come over her. After that, the change was permanent, and she eventually became the wife of a minister. Spurgeon said of mercy, If we get a crumb from God's table... 
it is a mercy. If we get a promise out of his word, it is a mercy. If we get anything from the Lord, it is a mercy. But if we receive forgiveness of sin, what a mercy is that? Did you ever try to fathom the depth of mercy that lies in the forgiveness of a single sin? There are some sins in our lives which will always be remembered by us. That night when you gave way to that one particular fit of temper which led to that one dreadful act of sin, has God forgiven that? Ah, yes, for all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. When you cannot forgive yourself, yet you may know that God has, for Christ's sake, forgiven you. You may have all the more pleasure in knowing that he has forgiven you because you cannot forgive yourself. I hope you enjoyed that hymn story related to this song, Depth of Mercy. The words are by Charles Wesley. I tweaked them in a few places to make them a little more modern. But the song itself is mostly Wesley's lyrics with new music that I wrote for the hymn. I hope you enjoy Depth of Mercy. Now incline me to repent Let me now my sins lament Now my foul revolt deplore Turn, believe, and sin no more song on the album is called The Invitation. You've heard it before if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. I wrote it with Andrew Greer, who was on the show not too long ago with Jenny Owens, talking about their new book. Andrew's a great guy, and he's been a good friend to me. He's really doing some wonderful things in the music business in Nashville, and I'm very appreciative of the time he's taken to help me out. This is a, a special song to me because I wrote it about a family member that I was having lunch with, and just over the course of the conversation, uh, we were talking, and uh, this person said that they really didn't feel like they had a home, that when they came home, it didn't feel like home. When they were where they were living out of state, it didn't feel like home. And the church where he had grown up in really didn't seem like it was a place that was embracing him. And I thought, what a tragedy that is when we don't embrace people as the body of Christ because they're different. And I just wanted to, to write a song that I felt like was the heart of Jesus 
and a call to the table. And the table is so often a metaphor that we use as a place where Christ is inviting us to come and dine. And the table is a great place because we can have discussions around tables and we can dine together and share meals and fellowship. And we think of that psalm in the 23rd Psalm where it says the Lord has prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. It's very rare that we would think we would sit down with enemies and yet with Christ even enemies are turned into friends because of the fellowship, because of the generosity and the invitation that is given. So I wanted to write a song not only that would be a Uh, an excellent song hopefully for churches to close their communion times with but to also be reminded that this invitation is to the table of the Lord even though the church is where we gather together it is the table of the Lord it is not the table of the church and it is up to Christ to decide who he will welcome and he has welcomed us all and as we come to know him more the table is as Wesley would say the sustaining meal of the believer I believe that with all my heart. Uh, It's one of the things I believe in passionately is coming to the Lord through the sacrament of communion. And that's really what this song is all about, to come and find family at the table of the Lord. For everyone, there is a place. And my deepest prayer is that all who would hear this song, that something would stir in their hearts, that they would be reminded that there is a place at the table for them in the kingdom of God, that Christ is there and his arms are open wide and he is offering a meal, a fellowship, and a family. So here is, in closing, the invitation. Thank you for listening to the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this preview of my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. To every daughter, every son, to every tribe and every tongue, this is the call, the heart of love. This is the invitation The table spread With bread and wine With life and blood Of Jesus Christ Take and eat Raise and drink This is the invitation This is the table of the Lord For everyone there is a place Taste and see Condemned 
There is mercy This is the Thank you again for listening to this special episode of Voices in My Head, previewing my new album, Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. It would mean so much to me if you would go out and buy this album if you enjoyed the music. You can get it at many different places. You can go through my website. Just go to rickleyjames.com, and on that site you'll find several links. If you want the direct link on the website, it's rickleyjames.com slash hymnbook, and it will show you there multiple ways where you can get the songs. There'll be links to iTunes, Amazon. There'll be links to Bandcamp. There'll be links to CD Baby. Uh, There are all kinds of links, and you can even preview the album there. There as well if you didn't get enough on this podcast today and make sure you check out the resources at lifewayworship.com there are links on the website as well that you can click on and will take you where you can buy sheet music for your congregation if you are one that leads music on Sundays or maybe you'd just like to get some tracks to sing along to or to play along with with your band uh, there's a lot of great resources that Lifeway Worship has provided I'm so grateful to be able to work with them on this project It's truly a dream come true to finally be able to release this album to you. Let me know what you think of not only today's episode, but of the album itself. Send me an email. That email address is rick at rickleyjames.com. Rick at rickleyjames.com. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com. Follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames. Like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames. And keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website, and if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace, who raised Christ from the dead, 
strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.